Welcome to Envisioned Broadcasting. The station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success presents When They Hear Us, an author's movement, a show that provides authors a platform to share their voice with the world. When They Hear Us, with Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley, begins now. Hello world, I am your host, Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley. I love this series. Ah, okay. <laughs> you are listening to When They Hear Us. It is a radio show where we are giving authors a voice, whether it be a poet, a published book author, a children's book author, a blogger, or whatever. We just want people to hear you. So if you are interested in being on the show, I will give you more information soon. But this today's show is going to be based on my books. <laughs> I actually co-authored six books and contributed to one that is seven books in five months. Yeah, unreal, right? Three of them already hit bestseller. One, no, four of them hit bestseller. One of them is actually a contender for the Guinness Book of World Records. Ah, can you believe it? <laughs> I can't believe it. It is it's just exciting. And what made me want to write? I guess you can say that I have been writing since I was a kid. There was something about it. I had a diary and it was like, uh, I can write down my thoughts. I can write down ideas and just things that happened to me. And I realized that I can write poetry as well. You know, my, my dad is actually a poet <laughs> and he's a, a published author. And it was just something about it. And as a matter of fact, my sister writes. I don't know if my brother writes or not, but three of my children write. And it is so beautiful. <laughs> we probably write a book together eventually, but right now we have not. So there, the just, I would have to say, starting these anthology projects allowed me to finally share Tracy to the world, which was very difficult for me. I never thought I would just, just spill my guts. <laughs> and as I say a lot, just get naked, just, just release, just, just let everybody see Tracy, not Dr. Lashley, but know the things that I have gone through in life and I'm going to actually play a little commercials for you throughout so you can hear a little about me. But there is just, it was time. And the pandemic really showed me that I, I just need to go ahead and get it out. You know, go ahead and help other women. So that is exactly what I did. <laughs> and I am loving the journey. It has led me to actually... <laughs> have my own anthology series starting. So more information on that one. It is going to be an exciting 
Exciting. I am. I just can't wait to share with the world. I can't tell you now. The book cover is actually being created and <laughs> the title and everything about the book is it, going to be exciting. So if you are interested in learning more about me and my books, go to books by Tracy. That is T-R-A-C-I-E dot com and purchase them. Tell me about what you think. So let's get into one of my books. And this is actually one of my favorites. I actually enjoy all of them. So I'm going to say all of my favorites. So you're going to hear that. <laughs> the first one is actually the new female leader. And when I tell you I heard that one, I said, yes, boo. Uh-huh. I have to write in this book. The name of my chapter is the Queen Bee Syndrome, competition versus collaboration. There are so many times that we compete as women more than we collaborate. And I'm seeing more and more of women out there trying to help other women. And it's, it, it's just like, ah, it sings to my heart. I love it. I love knowing that women are starting to like wake up <laughs> and they're, they're embracing the collaboration. They're embracing the networking and, and the harmony they're creating together. It's just exciting to me. They are burning bridges, busting through walls, brick, glass, whatever. They are killing it. Okay. They are out there making things happen. So one of the things in this book is I wanted to shift mindsets from that competitive state to a collaborative one. You know, I wanted people to be the queen, not the queen bee. So in this book, I actually broke down the queen bee and I related it to the honeybees which is something that was very interesting. And you have to, you have to get this book. And one of the things I state in there is about the queen bee is nasty by nature. <laughs> if you all know the song, Naughty by Nature, I said, ooh, nasty by nature. Yes. It, I just... Um, just see them as someone who just likes to just be the only one at the top and tear everybody else down. And also related to um, the movie Self-Made on Netflix by uh, Fort C.J. Walker's story, there was a lot of Queen Bee Syndrome going on there. You know, Madam Walker wanted to collaborate, but the other woman didn't which is unfortunate because they could have both like, man, ruled the world together. And the greatest obstacle to discover is not ignorance. It is the illusion of knowledge. You think you know, but you really don't. <laughs> and so one of the things, another thing in this book is like, okay, I'm gonna tell you guys, this is a self-help book. So throughout this book, I have activities for you. 
So not only did I break things down, I have action steps for you. You're going to do some critical thinking and strategic thinking throughout. So I have you list some of the characteristics of the queen bee (laughs) and identify if you have some of these. So that is very, very cool. Another thing is women must have a seat at the table. But guess what? If there is no table for you to sit at, create your own table, build it yourself. And that is a lot of things I've already started to do is if there's not a platform for me, for what I, my purpose is, I started creating my own. And, you know, it's a marathon, not a race. You know, you start small and it it grows. Once you continue to add value to people's lives, it will continue to grow. And that is what I do. I add value to other people's life. It is not about what Tracy can get out of this. No, how can I serve other people? I mean, a lot of times we think about, oh, well, let's serve. But you forget the fact that you still have to eat. (laughs) So it is good to serve, but get your money from places where you need to so that you can serve where they can't, you know, afford the services. And I'm not talking about down the road around the corner that they can't afford you. No, no, no. That, that's not what I'm saying. You are doing people a disservice by giving everything away for free. These anthologies were not free. But I invested in myself. And when you do that, you get a greater reward from it. And one of the things I've learned is that the more I invest in myself, the more value I'm placing on myself. So the more I grow myself, yeah, the price goes up. (laughs) And that's with anything. The higher the value, the higher the cost. And I'm okay with that. So I am not for everybody and everybody is not for me. So... (laughs) And one thing with women is we think that we have to be the only one, not only the only one, but, oh, I can't let her outdo me. (laughs) Ladies, listen to me. It is not a competition. There is enough out here for all of us to eat. And don't bite off of what everybody else is doing. Find your own path. And that is one of the things that this book helps women with, to find their path. And I'll be writing a lot more books that are self-help, ways to help women and starting with yourself, knowing who you are, knowing your purpose. What are you passionate about? Where does your emotional intelligence lie? Those are a lot of things you need to think about. So when we come back, I'm going to actually talk about another book. And you're going to enjoy this one as well. Be back in a few minutes. Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley is a child of God, wife, mother, and grandmother. 
She was born and raised in Panama City, Florida, before moving to Fayetteville, North Carolina, at the age of 23. She is the lead HERZ architect trademark and supports leaders' elevation to the pinnacle, respect, leadership level, while strategizing team effectiveness and productivity. She specializes in helping women in leadership harmonize family and work life, while developing dynamic and productive teams. She is a dynamic, high-powered professional with a results-charged career in growth and leadership. Her purpose in life is to transform the lives of others by inspiring, equipping, and growing. Her mission in life is to provide leaders with the tools required to ignite an intentional growth mindset that will drive behavior to achieve actionable results of personal value. Her vision is to see women reach their full potential, remove obstacles and knowledge gaps, and lead their life versus just living their life. Find out more about Dr. Lashley at drtracylashley.info. Dr. Lashley is also the President and Chief Elevation Officer CEO, of the Leaders Innovative Growth Solutions LLC, where her primary focus is leadership, personal growth, and development. She is also an Executive Director for the John Maxwell Team. Dr. Lashley is the founder of Bossed Up Lead HERZ, Inc., a non-profit organization, where the mission is to eliminate stereotypes amongst women and girls in the workplace, schools, and communities, while providing a sanctuary to produce intentional growth, success, and significance. The 501c3 organization also generates essential resources to elevate women and girls to an entrepreneurial mindset and executive leadership. Learn more by going to bossdupleadrz.org. She is also an international business radio show host for two shows Women of Business Thriving and Heartfelt Leader SHIFTS, and also co-hosts Thrive Talk with TKT. She co-authored five best-selling books, Becoming the Shiro, The New Female Leader, Courageous Enough to Lead, The Professional Woman, Pivoting to a New Normal, and Women Inspiring Nations I'm Still Standing, and contributed to One Habit for Entrepreneurial Success with Forbes Riley and Les Brown. She is managing her own anthology project for a One Habit of the World's Greatest Leaders. She is also writing a solo book for team building. Find out more about Dr. Lashley at drtracylashley.info. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. <laughs> that was a lot of information about me, huh? Well, guess what? You'll learn a little bit more later. So, booksbytracy.com. That is books by T-R-A-C-I-E.com. I am your host, Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley. Thanks for listening to When They Hear Us. Okay. Now I'm breaking down the seven books that I, you know, co-authored or contributed to in five months. Wow, this one was a, a doozy for me to write. <laughs> Becoming the Shiro. This was the first one I completed. It's not out yet, but you can pre-order. My chapter is Silent Breakthrough. From welfare to wealth. This one I really had to um, get in a mental state of um, getting vulnerable. And it was very difficult <laughs> to, to let the world know the things that I've gone through. It was it was a challenge for me initially, um, 
Because like the title says, uh, yeah, it was on welfare. There are times that I couldn't eat. <laughs> there are times that I didn't know how I was going to feed my children. Um, it's just a lot of things went on. So in his book, I'm trying to inspire other women to never give up. To, to listen, to, to read my story and to know that someone has gone through so much and made it through. You know, people looking at your now, <laughs> they don't know your past. They don't know what you've gone through to make it. And I'm still going through to make it. You know what? Glory be to God. <laughs> Everything, every obstacle that I've had just provided another, another opportunity for growth, another opportunity to have a story to tell, another opportunity to help someone, help another woman, another family, another leader just grow. So being vulnerable was um, something that it had to be done. <laughs> it had to be done. Chains of habits are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. That is one of the quotes inside the book. And there are a lot of quotes. I love quotes. Um, I write some myself. I have a lot of, um, you know, scripture. Because it's who I am. And I I just this this book was just um yeah. I I would purchase this one if nothing else, just to get just to be inspired. And there are a lot of stories in this book where women women actually they bear it all. They bear it all. <laughs> one other thing I said in this book was, you know, never put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> that is something that my, my dad always told me. Always have multiple sources of income. <laughs> and people always say, uh, well, you're doing a little bit too much. No, I'm not. I'm not doing enough. <laughs> I just love, I love what I do. I really do. I have uh, multiple companies. I do investing. I do Forex. I still work full time. I teach. <laughs> I, I'm an author. <laughs> I have talks on radio talk shows. It's like there's so much I do. And I love it. I love it all. So in this book, I also talk about my failures and how I overcame them. I talk about challenges. And one of the things I put in the book is I had to constantly tell myself, I will not fail, but will get back up and keep trying. I cannot be great. Unless I get started, I will leap and grow my wings on the way down. Oh, 
Yes. <laughs> and I will become a risk taker. And that's a lot of things that we don't want to do because of fear of failure. Fear of failure. And another thing I'd work so hard is because I want to leave a legacy. I want my grandchildren, their children, their children just to know they can make it. <laughs> I want to leave them with generational wealth. And that is something that we often, we don't think about. We don't think about it. And another thing I said in here is I chase purpose, not paper. I am walking in my purpose. God did not give my purpose to anyone else. Therefore, it is my duty to ensure it is fulfilled. See, I have to keep going. Because God has me for here for a reason. And I'll make sure the world knows it. There are too many times that people take their dreams to the grave. And I said, I will not be one of those people. There is no way I would ever let that happen. So I'm letting the world know what I have. <laughs> and which has caused a challenge in my current position full-time position, but you know what? I work every day and I do the best job I can. And I will not, you know, allow someone else to take my purpose away from me. Yeah. Okay. Another book was, ah, courageous enough to launch. When I tell y'all this one was, woo. <laughs> I didn't think that I was like, okay, what am I going to write in this book? Well, my title is build a squad of legacy makers. Woo! And I am doing just that. <laughs> I actually started a nonprofit for women and I have a few communities on Facebook and LinkedIn for women. Not saying that I'm all about the women, but that's where a lot of my focus is for women. Real queens fix each other's crown. Hmm. Real queens fix each other's crown. Marinate on that. <laughs> so in this book, I actually provide some nuggets on what caught, what motivated me to start my own business? What challenges I had and how I overcame, how I was able to, to launch. Even though I had fears of launching, I had fears of failure, but guess what? Okay, you just dust yourself off, readjust and come up with different strategies, which is very important. You have to make sure that you have the right products, the right services for your niche. And not only that, you got to have the right strategy, the right system in place, processes. 
without them, <laughs> you may as well throw in the towel. But I'm going to tell you one thing. You cannot do it alone. I'm going to say it one more time. You cannot build a legacy alone. It will not happen. Get a team of people around you. Build each other up. If you are an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, guess what? Find other solopreneurs out there, other entrepreneurs. And create a team of people around you, a network. They don't have to work for you. You can just have someone that you can go to for your marketing, for your production, for material. I mean, just find people around you that you can go to. And another thing, get a virtual assistant. <laughs> a personal assistant, whatever you want to call them, get one. And let them do the admin work for you. There are a lot of them out here. And they are willing to assist. That's one of the things I struggle with. I'm not even going to just sit here and act like I didn't. <sighs> to allow someone into my space and know the, the inner dealings. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't want to do that. But I had to. I had to. I'm selecting one real soon. This week, actually. Yeah. And I'm excited. I'm very excited because after talking to them, I realized that they're going to take a lot off of my plate. A lot. So another nugget that I want to provide that was in this book. Bet on yourself. <laughs> Bet on yourself. You're worth it. You're worth it. I am on a mission to build a squad of leaders. Women who lead, female leaders, however you want to say it, we are coming for you. <laughs> World, we we are ready. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Man, and I learned early on that harmonizing my life is a must. Adequate me time. You need to have time for yourself. This can't always be about work, 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 work. <laughs> I'm going to take another quick break and I'll be right back. Dr. Tracy Lashley is the voice of the oppressed and master of teaching the transformational steps from pain of trauma to the power of a survivor. Destined for the shape-shifting ability to step into thriving beyond trauma. She has survived welfare, single parenthood, divorce, military spouse life, being broke, living with bad credit, borderline homeless, not being able to feed her children, just simply struggling to survive for her and her children. If you can relate and wish Dr. Lashley to assist you, contact her today by sending an email to info at drtracielashley.com or by going to her website at drtracylashley.info. Dr. Lashley is an expert team culture strategist who educates leaders on techniques to harmonize family and work life while developing dynamic and productive teams. 
after being raised under privileged becoming a single mother of two. Dr. Lashley married an army soldier who deployed to Afghanistan, Iraq, and Korea 11 times during his 20 years of service. She was forced to raise three of five children essentially alone. As a working mother and college student for 10 years, she had to find a sense of balance while juggling her children's activities and not losing herself in the process. She now helps working mothers and women in leadership positions harmonize their life while creating dynamic and productive teams at home and work. Are you ready for Dr. Lashley to elevate your teams at work and home? If so, contact her today by sending an email to info at drtracielashley.com or by going to her website at drtracylashley.info. Hello, hello, hello. I am back. <laughs> you are listening to When They Hear Us with Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley. Go to booksbytracy.com to purchase the books that I'm talking about. Another book that I wrote well, co-authored in is, whew, man, this is another one, you guys. Women Inspiring Nations. I'm still standing. Whew, okay. This is another book that um, it, it took a lot out of me. I had to get on my knees for this one, y'all. I really did. In my chapter, <laughs> The Silent Screams of an Army Wife. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> mm, this book. <laughs> yeah. My husband, as you just heard in the commercial, spent 20 years in the military. He deployed 11 years, 11 times. Well, basically 11 years out of that. Because he was gone basically a year at a time. He'd come home for R&R every now and then. And, um, well, once a deployment. So that means by every, like, 30 days he would be home and he'd go back. Um, <laughs> and it was hard. It was tough. Being an Army wife was tough. It was really tough. It, it's like you... You have to wear the pants and a skirt. And it's a back and forth thing. It's like when he's when he's home, you're wearing a skirt. You know, he's taking care of things. This was initially he was. And then when he leaves, you're wearing the pants and a skirt. So you have you're responsible for everything. Everything. Taking the children to all of their events. All of my our children were all in sports. They all played in an instrument. So they were in a band, an orchestra, you know, their chorus. Well, my daughter was in chorus. Among other things, they they were always doing something. Each one of them had something a lot of times around the same time. And I was in school and I was working. So trying to juggle all of this was, was very challenging for me. And, uh, and we don't usually know what other women are going through when their husbands deploy. It, it's like you're married, but you're not. And I say that because 
your, your husband isn't around. Just imagine you being married for years and your husband gone for most of that time you're married. <laughs> it weighs on your marriage. And so I, in this book, I wrote about some of those things and I wrote about how he would be gone and come home and have to, we have to learn each other again. Not only us, but also the children. Because years are, you know, going by. They're still getting older. And, and you come back from war a different person. So I had to learn who this, this new man was coming back into my home. And a lot of times when he would leave and come back, and I'm one who loved to, to redecorate. <laughs> so I believe just about every time he came back home, he came back to a new home. It was new furniture or the furniture was rearranged or there was new rugs on the floor. I mean, just everything, it, just, it was different. And I didn't understand that it, it, it took a toll on him. It weighed on him because PTSD is real, you guys. It, it is real. And I did not understand at that time what was happening. I didn't understand that some of his, his attitude or rage or whatever was because he 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 didn't feel like he was at home or he was lost. And I wish I had known. But it's something that they don't tell you about. Well, back then they didn't, they didn't tell us. They didn't prepare the soldiers. It's like, okay, go home. <laughs> Be back to work. Sometimes they would have to stay there and not even come home right away. Or there are times they will come home Gotta be right back, you know, at the unit the next day. You don't even get 24 hours with them. I'm like, man, you know, y'all had my husband for all this time. Why, why he have to go back now? It's like, okay, y'all taking him again. It's things you don't hear about. You know, I I <laughs> I talk about how I met him in the book. It, it was kind of funny. Um I didn't want a military man. <laughs> and I would tell him that a lot. I am not marrying no one in the military. Uh-uh. That is not my life. Well, it happened. <laughs> there were times I regretted it, but I don't anymore. I don't. And, um... Also wrote about um, I call this section the devil wears boots. <laughs> yeah, you know you you put these men and women on a bus or plane wherever because sometimes we have to go to the unit. They would get on the bus and they would drive. They will fly, drive to the um, the site to get on the plane, the ramp, and we'd have to say goodbyes there. 
we didn't get to see him off in a plane. <laughs> but then there were times we got to see him off in a plane. And, you know, it's like, okay, we sit there and wait. Everybody just waiting around. <laughs> so you get on this plane and you don't know if you're going to come home again. You're gone. <laughs> you're going to fight a war. Don't know if you're going to see your family again. You're there with a bunch of men and women. We don't know what goes through their minds. Um, and I talked about, <laughs> if you know the song between Brandy and Monica, you know, the boy's mind. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was in that song. They were talking about me in that song. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, I wrote some of that stuff in the book. Um <laughs> You know, and it actually, it weighed a total on our marriage because after 10 years of marriage, we ended it. It, it was over. And um, that's what the army did. I, I was, the army stole my man. <laughs> the man I married was no longer. And so after six years, we, we end up getting remarried. <laughs> People are like, are you crazy? <laughs> well, the thing is, you know, God has a plan for everyone. He does. And those six years, you know, I had to find Tracy again. I had to do a lot of prayer, um, meditation. I it, I it just, I had to get in the right state of mind and, and listen to God. And I you know, he he promised me. He promised me that he would take care of me. <laughs> he promised, you know, that he'll guide my steps, he'll order my steps. And, you know, I married this man. So God, why didn't it work? Why didn't it? There were a lot of things that that caused it. But I believe the separation took its toll. So in this, this chapter, I, I talked a lot about this and um, God <laughs> turned my mess into a message. I'm here today talking to you guys about it. And I wrote about it. Yeah, and some of the lessons learned um, in this <laughs> during this journey and I put them in the book is never turn your back away from God. He is always there. Even in your mess. <laughs> Man, entrust the process and keep moving forward. And faith over fear will always win. Mm -mm -mm. Won't it? Won't he do it? <laughs> yes, yes, he will. Yes, he will. So we're going to take another quick break and we'll be right back. Dr. Lashley is also known for her support in Fayetteville, North Carolina, Hope Mills, North Carolina, and surrounding areas volunteering in the community. Dr. Lashley was influential in the development of the Cyber Academy for Fayetteville State University. She is a doctor in the highest level of business management 
and holds a Master of Business Administration in Technology Management, a Master of Business Administration in Human Resource Management, and is currently working on a Master of Science in Performance Improvement. She is a Certified Behavior Consultant and Trainer, and a Certified John Maxwell Team Trainer, Coach, and Speaker where she also holds a Certification for Youth Leadership and Parent and Family. If you would like to learn more about Dr. Lashley, she can be reached at 910-759-3375 or tracy at drtracylashley.com. You may also visit her website, https colon slash slash drtracylashley.com, theligsllc.com, or bossdupleadherz.org. I'm back, and you are listening to When They Hear Us. <laughs> I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley, and we're talking about the seven books I co-authored and contribute to in five months. Unreal, huh? <laughs> if you're interested, go to booksbytracy.com. Man, now this is a very interesting book, and there are two of them. These are the One Habit book series. I had never heard about these books before, and... I am in Forbes Raleigh circle. So she was talking about this book and I'm like, what is this all about? So I was like, okay, it was a one habit um, book for entrepreneurial success. I'm like, hmm, it's an interesting concept when I went to go apply and I'm like, okay, I have to have one habit and one unhabit. <laughs> like, man, for entrepreneurial success, what is a habit that I would have? And I'm like, man, let's see. First of all, what are habits to me? And I have habits elevate your growth to thrive. Now, these are three words I always use. <laughs> elevate, growth, and thrive. And so I'm like, that was perfect. <laughs> so when I, I sat and I thought about my habit that I would tell entrepreneurs to always have, it is to live in your purpose every day. Live in your purpose every day. Not sometimes, not when you feel like it, but every single day. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence. Then is not an act, but a habit. Mm, Aristotle. <laughs> I told you I love quotes. <laughs> so focus your energy every day on your passion which is your what, to live in your purpose, which is why. And remember I told you, God only gave your purpose to you, no one else. You know, there are so many times when I hear entrepreneurs like, I told so-and-so about what I was going to be doing and they was they were like, uh, I, you can't do that, says who? 
They're not going to be able to see your vision. They won't. They might see bits and pieces of it eventually. But guess what? Keep moving. Keep moving. Do not listen to the naysayers. Do not listen to people who are not even doing anything. Because a lot of times it's either someone who's not doing much or someone who doesn't want you to to catch up with them. So which one are you going to be? Which one are you going to listen to? Guess what? Do not listen. Do not. These are not the type of people you want to listen to. If you want to talk to somebody, talk to God. Get on your hands and knees. <laughs> Start praying. <laughs> Just do not listen to the negativity. You don't need that energy. You do not need that. And it took me years to to realize what my purpose was. My purpose in life, to transform lives. And that is what I set out to do daily. I want to transform your life, whether it be negative or positive in your eyes, but your life will be transformed in some type of way. (laughs) So always set out, always set out to do good and walk in your purpose. I have actually gotten to the point where I say, hmm, when something is brought to me, does it align with my purpose? That's a tough question to ask yourself. Does it align? And some of us have a challenge of saying no. I learned no is good. (laughs) If you don't say no, you will be overwhelmed. And that is not a good place to be. You will sink fast. And guess what? The naysayers be like, "Mm, I told you. I told you so. See, you should have listened to me. See, you should have stayed here on the couch eating bonbons with me. Don't be trying to grow. Don't be trying to do that. Don't be trying to do this. (sighs) If I had a dollar for every time I listened to someone, I'll be rich right now. I would because In the beginning, I would listen to negativity to a point where I believed it. Is that you? Are you listening to negativity? Are you ready to write that book, but you keep hearing people say you can't do it? Don't nobody want to hear your story? Or you self-sabotaging? You're saying, nobody's going to want this. Nobody's going to listen to me. (laughs) Somebody needs to hear your story. Somebody has something waiting for you. They're just waiting for you to put that story out there and, hey, invite you into their world. You will never know unless you try. You must try. You must go ahead and get out there. If you're afraid to do it on your own, be a part of an anthology like I was. I was in many of them. But I had to go through this so that I know I experienced, you know, the way different people, you know, would run in anthology projects. And I I, I have learned a lot of information from it to a point where I have my own now. So I had a strategy and there was a I had intentions on learning everything I needed to learn so that I can grow from it and go help other women myself. 
it wasn't just to keep being in all these anthology projects. No. There, there are steps and there are strategies that you should take and that you should, you know, use and learn and just grow. Just grow. And my unhabit for entrepreneurs was keep doing things alone. Mm, let me say it again. <clears throat> let me clip my throat. Keep doing things alone. Is that you? If you keep doing it alone, <laughs> stop. Stop it right now. Just stop it. <laughs> you cannot build your tribe, your legacy without your tribe. I told you before, you can't do it by yourself. So don't even try. Networking is an essential part of building wealth. Armstrong Williams said that. So if you want to build wealth, that generational wealth, get a network because you're going to need them. And get into the habit of allowing others to shine in your purpose while elevating them simultaneously. Oh, child, let me tell you. <laughs> that goes back to that competing and stuff. No, no, no. Mesh together, harmonize, grow each other. Build these empires together and take over. Just do it. Stop being selfish. Stop doing it alone. Stop thinking that you need to compete because you do not. You don't need to do that. Oh, man. Whew. <sighs> Let me tell you. Just stop. Okay, I have two other books. One is I am working on my own one habit book series, and it is one habit of the world's greatest leaders. Yes. So if you want to be a part of this book, I will have more information out there. I will put it at booksbytracy.com so you can be a part of this this great project. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'll put it out there today. So. What is this book about? Man, you are going to want to be in this book. Oh, wait, the other book, we had people like Forbes Riley, Les Brown, Marla Gibbs, and a lot of other celebrities in that book with me. Mm. And they're in Breaking Mortars. So now let's talk about this book. It will also have celebrities in this book. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who they are. And it'll also be in brick and mortars. Oh, that's right. Library of Congress. Uh, yeah, you heard me right. The other book, Library of Congress. Guess what? My information is in that book. My contact info, my bio, my words. You will have the same thing if you're in this book. You want to be in this book. <laughs> You are a leader. You want to be amongst the greatest? Mm, share a platform with them. Oh, man. Yeah, I just get excited about this stuff. <laughs> so one other thing, I won't tell you my habit. I won't tell you my unhabit. And I actually, you know, wrote the intro for the book. Um, yeah, 
description for the book. I wrote it. <laughs> it is going to be an amazing book. Amazing book. Oh, man. I'm excited. <laughs> so, okay. I can't talk about this one because I want you to be a part of it. So you're not going to hear me talk much about it. So, okay. And the final book I want to talk about is The Professional Woman, Pivoting to a New Normal, Assertiveness, Diversity, and Inclusion. Mm. This is another book that uh, you need to purchase. And it, my chapter is Build Your Own Table, Diversified Team and Inclusion. We're hearing a lot about diversity these days. And my chapter talks a lot about building your table. Building your table, no matter who you are. Build that table. And yeah. Man. <laughs> I'm going to continue building my tables. I'm going to continue helping other women. I'm going to continue doing what I do. <laughs> this is one reason that because of all the things that are going on, I now, <laughs> I now teach diversity and inclusion. I am now a certified emotional intelligence coach and trainer and executive because it is so important to know, to know where you stand with emotional intelligence, to grow in emotional intelligence. <laughs> and I'm going to leave you with this. It is not just about being treated equally. No, you want to be treated equitably. And there is one word that separates the two. And it's fairness. If I bake two dozen of cookies, one dozen was nice golden brown. The other dozen, <laughs> they were burned. <laughs> They're real crispy and burnt. <laughs> I gave Susie 12 nice golden brown cookies. I gave John 12 nice crispy burnt cookies. <laughs> Guess what? I gave them both 12. They were equal, right? That's what you wanted. You want to be treated, treated equal. No, you didn't. It wasn't fair for me to give one the nice golden cookies and get the other one the burnt cookies was it so next time you hear or next time you think about being treated equally think about that you want to be treated fair not equal i enjoyed you guys today again my name is dr tracy hines lashley and if you want to purchase my books go to booksbytracy.com 
That is T-R-A-C-I-E dot com. And I will see you guys next Wednesday with a special guest. Bye. Thank you for listening to When They Hear Us, where Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley and her guests provide stories and experiences. This is also a platform for authors to encourage, empower, and equip people around the world with their voice. To learn more about Dr. Lashley and her quest to share the voice of powerful writers, go to her website at drtracylashley.info. You may also contact her by sending an email to info at drtracylashley.com. Remember to always intentionally walk in your purpose and strive to elevate to significance.